You are listening to We're Going Streaming Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at going underscore streaming, on Instagram at We're Going Streaming, and like us on Facebook at Going Streaming. Did I scare you? Are you afraid? Do you have a fear? Maybe it's your phobophobia, your fear of being scared. (laughs) Welcome, everybody. (laughs) I'm going to say the word phobia so many times tonight. That's the drinking game tonight. Every time one of us says something phobia, phobia, drink. Um, Phobia of dolls. Welcome, everybody, to We're Going Streaming, episode number 36. Um Number 36. Uh, well, I was trying to think of a famous 36, but I couldn't. I was doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Three more than Scotty Pippen. No, okay. I was, thinking, um, we all got tw- I was thinking we all got 12 <laughs> episodes each under our belts, and we're special. Oh, yeah, we kind of do. One of us that has an episode true. that's never aired, but uh, yeah, we do. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. The lost episode. Let's say the hello. Lost. It is it is the last episode. Was it an episode about Lost? No, it wasn't. I wish it was. No. Um, okay. That was just an actual <laughs> Lost episode. <laughs> it, disappeared. it got lost in the mall. <laughs> All right, so let's take a, let's take some bows. Pat, what's up? And How you doing? Matt, what's up? <laughs> How you doing? The best part was you guys like sounded the same in that. Were you like trying to impersonate him? That's what I was, I was doing. The yeah, now, that's exactly what he was trying to do. Now anyone listening to this episode bitch. is not going to be able to tell the difference between you guys. I know. You just ruined it. <laughs> I'm uh, like you, like you and Kimmel on Six Pack in a Pod, where nobody <laughs> could tell the difference for a while. Early on, it was so funny. We both sounded like we were on like Witness Protection Program giving an interview or whatever. Remember that show, <laughs> Relocated or something like that. <laughs> like, Oh, that was so funny. Yeah. So we're talking about sports now. Uh, we're thinking about the sports that's going on right now. <laughs> like, it was so funny. It's so funny. So bad. That's Benoit's fault, for the record. Fucking Benoit. Love um, you, buddy. But anyway, listening. welcome to our newest episode, where we will be reviewing the movies from our last episode that we recommended, and the theme of said recommendations was... You know, our biggest fears or fears we have, maybe not our biggest fears, but fears we have and movies phobias. that related to that phobias. Drink. <laughs> Drink. Drink. <laughs> um, Drink. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get a little deeper, you know, when I get into it. Um, but why don't we start where we always start? And that is with Pat's Pop, pop Culture. Culture. Pop. Pop. All Maybe right. that's um, that should be the theme. Just me and you, like awkwardly doing that. Okay, go, Pat. <laughs> we really need to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, for Pat's pop culture pop. Oh boy, where do you want to start? I'm gonna go pee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, taking a nap. This. <laughs> no, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. No, this week let's talk about Bud and Dylan Mulvaney. Mm. Y'all, you y'all realize you're gonna forget about Dylan Mulvaney a month. For those of you that don't know, uh, Bud printed a special can for Dylan Mulvaney. She is a trans act spokesperson on TikTok. And she got a special can for 365 Days of Womanhood. Congratulations to her. Let's give her a quick round of applause. Um, that being said, that being said, everyone, a lot of people are boycotting because it's what Fox News tells them to boycott this week. Also, to kind of throw this out there, and I literally had this conversation with some of the people i deal with on a uh weekly basis they're like they're like how can how can anyone drink that shit blah 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 blah. it's like 
ninety percent of you are going to forget in about a month and I three months. Them, Agreed. Oh yeah. And and they're like, they're like, I won't forget. It's like cool. Then you might be the ten percent that doesn't forget. Cool, <laughs> grand, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> and that's pretty much what I said. It's like they they lost a little money. Who cares? They. But it's like you're there's so many products that they have that they're not really losing that much money. They just so money on the main brand. So I looked and they had that whole you know, that whole report came out like, Oh my god, Bud Light lost five billion dollars. Five billion dollars lost, right? And it's not technically money lost, it's just not net gained. You know what I mean? Like companies don't just give their money away. Um do you know what Anheuser Busch is worth? I'm gonna go with a good solid uh two hundred billion there. Oh that's that. That's a slight over exaggeration, but it's a good guess. Um, one hundred and thirty-two, one. Oh, so literally, someone came up to me and was like, "Did you see that they lost five billion dollars?" And I was like, "Holy shit! What is Anheuser Busch worth?" And they were like, "One hundred and thirty-two." I started laughing. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god! How will they survive?" <laughs> they're they're gonna have to cut more corporate jobs and give themselves more bonuses at the end of the week. <laughs> shit! It's, just, it's, all, <laughs> it's also goddamn ridiculous. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry, but that. That was pretty much my main comment. I didn't want to dig further into it other than y'all are a bunch of morons and y'all do realize that Molson Coors, Constellation, they've all come out pro-LGBTQ, right? Everybody. Jack is literally doing a promotion right now with like RuPaul's Drag Race or some shit like that. Jack Daniels. Yeah. they're not talking about that because, you know. They're getting, uh, what was it? They're getting the fucking uh, boycott too. It's same shit. It's just. Really? It's like y'all are idiots. Yep. Move on. Grow up. Pick Kid Rock making videos where he's shooting the, uh, <laughs> the Bud Light. That's too. the crazy part. It's like you With an assault just... rifle and that missed was like, like a remember bunch. When they were, remember when they were buying LeBron jerseys and burning them? It was like yeah, a LeBron jersey sense. for like $100. They were buying sense. it and burning them. Yeah. It's like you like, literally... Holy shit. You're an idiot. It's like, what the fuck? You literally just fed them money. What the fuck it's, is it's, wrong with you? It's yeah. astounding. This is a shitty boycott. Morons. Yeah. Damn it. I'm sorry. I'm just sick of idiots. <laughs> I've realized so we live in the world of fads right like fads like we we kind of always have right you know fashions yeah. and stuff like that I've realized that outrage is now a fad oh, it yeah, is literally what can I be fucking outraged at for yeah. like two to three months and then let's move on to the next outrage oh yeah and there's people like, that get addicted unbelievable. to it unbelievable there's people that get addicted to it like uh, what's you the know, newest people... outrage fad that should be a new segment you know um, I just read a comment <laughs> I read a comment the other day about a guy who was sitting podcast. there a guy who was sitting there at a comedy show uh, he's like, he's like, I was having fun, and then I saw this guy just sitting there scowling every time this guy, every time a woman made a joke or every time uh, someone made fun of Jesus, he just kept getting madder and madder, and I was afraid he was going to shoot up the show. Well, yeah, that's a problem. That's a bigger problem. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a bigger problem. We can discuss that a different day, but you know, it's just, but it kind of gets to the point of some people are just addicted to that outrage. Yeah, that's true. You know, people true. like to be angry. They love it. Fuck yeah, they love it. Picks yep. up a lot of energy, though. It does. There was a there's a quote. I'm gonna bring this back to movies. And there's a quote from Disturbing Behavior. Do you guys remember that movie with like Katie Holmes and? No, actually, I it don't. was kind of a, uh, a Katie Holmes, Nick, Nick something. I can't remember. I think James Marsden. Yeah, James Marsden. I think is the dude in it. Um, anyway, um, but it's about this like town. Almost like a Stepford Wives, but it's like kids instead. It's like teenagers. Like they kind of program all the teenagers to behave and act, blah, blah, blah. Well, obviously it's a horror movie. So the problem is the teenagers like start killing people. Um, anytime they kind of get like aroused, 
is kind of how it works. Like it triggers them and they like, you know, if they can't get it off, they're going to kill someone. So my favorite line from that movie is, and this is how I feel about people who get like, you know, outraged about this stuff is um, every, every time, <laughs> every time one of these kids gets a hard on, they go off and beat somebody with it. <laughs> Oh God! And that's Jesus literally what it is. Fuck. That's literally what it is. These people are yeah. just getting so fucking like aroused with their anger that they have to take it on someone. Yeah. So that so they're sex perverts is what you're saying. Oh, it's all it's all about sex, baby. <laughs> sex, sex <laughs> all, is all anger. everything. All it, anger. <laughs> it's literally sex come full circle. It's little. It's literally come full oh, circle. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow. Wow. It's a it's a literal <laughs> circle jerk. <laughs> And next month, we'll be doing okay. movies with your favorite sex scene in it. No. <laughs> <laughs> See? Not, no, AKA 90s thrillers. Okay. I feel like there's a website for that. There, oh, definitely. I think there is. What well, well, shit? What is it? Um, oh, boy. Here oh, we go. Oh, it's Mr. Skin. Mis- yeah. Yes, well, that's, that's it. Mr. Skin. That's oh, the one. That's just nudity, though. It's not sex scenes. No, it's it includes true. sex scenes, though. Oh, well, but of course, because yeah. there's nudity. But yeah. It, yeah. it's it's... Based it's not on just nudity, right? Right. Yeah. right, right, right. Okay. Anyway, that's it for uh, PPP. That's it for the triple P. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Phase three is out. Pop I guess. Culture. I guess. Pop culture. I guess. PPCP. PPCP. <laughs> that sounds like a PCP. <laughs> PCP. Uh, All right. So we're gonna move on to Matt's segment, um, <laughs> which I. What is it called? You're gonna have to. Sorry. Matt's morbid minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking perfect. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so this, I don't know how, I think this is an accident that I got this, <laughs> this being my segment where Such I talk a about. Downer. Yeah. I feel like you should go after me. Okay, go ahead. I know, this is, okay. Um, yeah, so I just mentioned uh, certain, uh, not only celebrities, but people that are involved in, in movies. Um, and probably not like super famous, but if they passed away, I'll say a few things. So I have two since our last uh, that have passed away since our last recording, and one is first one is Leo D. Sullivan. Hmm. He was a writer, director of animated films, and a pioneer of black animations. He uh, did a lot of the, the Fat Albert show and Flash Gordon, and also the intro to Soul Train. Oh no, shit. You're yeah. welcome, America. That shit's dope. <laughs> yeah, he was 82 years old, so rest in peace, Leo <laughs> D. Sullivan. And then the other one, which Pat had mentioned, because Pat is kind of he's he's hip to whoever died. Um, but are, you saying, Norman, are you saying I have a thing for you? Do looking for dead celebrities? Yeah, it arouses you. <laughs> just, like those, uh, just like those, just like those anger sex yeah. perverts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about sex. But Norman Steinberg, he died March March 15th. He uh, wrote or was one of the writers on Blazing Saddles and also uh, co-scripted one of my favorite movies, Johnny Dangerously with uh, Michael Keaton. Uh, he died 83 years old, and he was actually a lawyer before he was a writer. So rest in peace, Norman. Right. Rest in peace. For Pour one out. Pour Matt's two out. Pour. Morbid. Take, take your 40s. Pour one out for the homies, boys and girls. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. And they, thems. Should I just call them non-binaries? Is that sh- pour, I think pour they. Yeah. Pour, pour, I think pour they out. 
pour they out. <laughs> um, you know, R.I.P. to um, <clears throat> you know, all those guys and uh, everyone's uh, fear of death, also referred to as necrophobia. Mm. Totally different from necrophilia. <laughs> it actually, this yeah, surprisingly, yeah, people it's, people it's love the, them dead people. Up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know, right? <laughs> it's not your own death though, so I guess it's a little different. Have, but... like, mistakenly said the wrong one. <clears throat> Oh, I'm sure. oh, yeah. Like, I'm a necrophiliac. Have... What? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm afraid, afraid to die. Like, oh, it's like that's necrophobia, buddy. Yeah. Be <laughs> 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 a good scene in a movie. Somebody write that down. There we go. All right. All right. So we'll uh, we'll round out the segments portion with um my uh. Most recent movie review. I can't. Well, I can't even remember what this was called either. We got to get better at this. Um, you sound like you were doing a JFK impression. <laughs> like that. <laughs> My uh, <laughs> me a minute. Um, Skills. <laughs> but uh, you know, I uh, I saw the uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie, the uh, number one movie in the fucking world. Um, yeah, it was kind of fun. So today's episode. <laughs> We are set to review films based on fears we have. Uh, so the dictionary or Wikipedia or something, I probably should have wrote this down, or but, you know, <laughs> it uh, basically de- describes fear as a anxiety or panic-induced reaction to something, for lack of a better term. And there are, th- so there are three, in the... Um, you know, psychiatric scientific journal, because that's a thing that I didn't make up. There are three basic fears, uh, rational, irrational, and primal. Uh, the difference being, you know, we'll get into a little bit more as we discuss them, but uh, primal would be a, a your, your most natural fear. Like you are afraid of, uh, or, or sorry, an evolutionary fear, essentially. So you are afraid of a shark, right? Because a shark could fucking kill you, or a lion, or snakes, spiders, that kind of thing. So arachnophobia kind of falls into this category. We've evolved to learn that we should be we we should fear spiders because they could kill us. Mm-hmm. Certain spiders. Um, rational fear would be something that is plausible only because it's happened. <clears throat> so this is where certain fears of you know heights would kind of come into play because you could fall because people have fallen from heights you know stuff like that um irrational fears would be your your guys stupid <laughs> but um in my opinion and we'll get into that on one of them but um this would be fears of you know dolls because you think they might come to life or ghosts because ghosts don't fucking exist or you know can you prove that one <clears throat> can you prove ghosts don't exist Okay, here we go. Um, I I will fight you, sir, because they do exist. They freaky. They freaky as fuck, oh, dog. Wait. What was my favorite um, one that I saw in the old uh, phobia dictionary? I'm gonna read a lot of these off as we go, by the way. Um, but this is this was one of my favorite ones. Uh, medorthophobia. Uh, that's fear of an erect penis. It's oh, an irrational right. fear. Oh, because an erect penis technically cannot hurt you i guess maybe it could maybe well, it's rational it, anyway yeah um, <laughs> i mean depends on who you are let's okay. right let's not talk about pedophobia okay anyway um <laughs> but uh <laughs> so the movies we recommended last time were uh i recommended buried uh starring ryan reynolds from 2010 um where he is buried alive 
um, based on a rational fear I have of being buried alive. Um, Matt recommended a ghost story from 2017, an A24 film um, based on his irrational fear of phasmophobia. Mm, we're going to get into it? Okay. <clears throat> and Pat recommended a movie called The Boy uh, that I did not write the date down for some reason, um, also based on his irrational phobia of uh, pediophobia. Um, so who wants to start? I'll go. Fuck it. Let's, let's talk about The Boy. I have a lot to say to say about the fucking boy. <laughs> let's talk boy. Let's talk, let's talk the fucking boy. So, for those of you that didn't watch it, <laughs> so it's, 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 terrible. It's, so it's a story about a young woman named Greta who goes to England to escape her abusive boyfriend. And she... A contraltophobia is a fear of abuse. Okay, go ahead. There we go. Um, (laughs) But uh, anyway, so she meets this older couple in the English countryside, and she's supposed to be taking care of a boy. Turns out the boy is a ceramic doll of their uh, young son who died named Brahms. They're supposed to go on holiday. It's the first time they've gone on holiday in 20 plus years. So she meets uh, she meets the help Malcolm. Well, he's not the help. He's the grocery store owner and he makes food deliveries for them uh, weekly. And he, they've got to follow 10, ten specific rules. Don't cover, like don't cover his eyes, uh, play his music, go over poetry with him uh, and kiss him goodnight. You know, just and the, it's ten specific rules, and you gotta follow the fucking rules. If you don't follow the fucking rules, bad things start to happen. <clears throat> so she stays in the house as they're going on, as they're on holiday. Things start things start getting weird and creepy, and you know, she's, the doll starts moving around and stuff messes her made. She's getting nightmares from Brahms. Stuff's going, her clothing's going missing, and you know. While this is going on, mind you, uh, his uh, Brahms' uh, parents, quote unquote, uh, send him send a letter saying they are committing suicide, and the girl is uh, hers, or the girl is his, um, aka Greta. Anyway, as time goes on, uh, as they get used to Brahms' hijinks and get used to how he lo- how he lives his life. Her abusive ex-boyfriend shows up. By the way, fucking spoilers. I forgot about that. Spoilers. Spoilers. By the way, her abusive ex-boyfriend shows up. She begs uh, Brahms to save her from him. And then turns out, surprise, Brahms fucking alive. He's been hiding in the walls the whole time. And that's when she finds out, oh, he he's the one been stealing her stuff and doing probably doing stuff to that uh, doll. Mm. Yeah. Um anyway, kill kills uh kills the ex boyfriend, uh beats the shit out of Malcolm <laughs> and uh <laughs> and Greta comes back and stab stabs him to death after he attempts to get a kiss goodnight after uh, going to bed because he's so stuck on the rules. And then they make their grand escape. And that's the last we hear from them. I did want to watch the second one there's the boy two. i did want to watch it i just didn't have time i've been busy <laughs> the premise i don't think i saw it too the premise of two sounds stupid it I sounds was trying to figure out because i knew they had a sequel but when i was watching this one i was like oh how do they how do you do a yeah, sequel so to that the, the actual dog gets possessed is the sequel yeah, yeah. oh really and mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, and it's like, ugh. I, I always kind of prefer, you know, the main comment I kind of have about this movie is, uh, doll isn't haunted. That's that's my three word review on that. Doll. I mean, that's you overcoming your fear. Doll ain't haunted. Um, <laughs> no, I. You know what? Here's the thing. I was expecting this movie to really be about a haunted doll, and I kind of, while I appreciate the twist, I'm a little annoyed of, with the twist I got. Uh, I guess. Oh yes, I mean I have very strong thoughts about the ending. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, it's like you know I wanted I wanted to be terrified of this fucking doll that's just sitting here doing shit and turns out just a guy hiding in the walls fucking with people. So were you scared? Before the ending, because I feel like you're talking about the thing as a whole. Like, were there moments of the movie oh, yeah. where you were like, "I don't think I can handle this because of my pediophobia"? Oh yeah, no, I was I was legit terrified Jake. up until the guy <laughs> up until the guy came out of the fucking wall. I know. Uh, uh, until Brahms came out of the fucking wall wearing <laughs> a porcelain mask, <laughs> wearing a porcelain mask, which I'm like, why would you? Why? What, so what? Did, you, did you? Explain well, he was that? all. Yeah. He's burned up, right? Yeah. Well, did yeah, you explain he, like oh, why yeah. Brahms is what's going on? Oh yeah, because because yeah. he ki- he killed his uh, best childhood friend in the <laughs> woods, and then uh, they went to question him, and all of a sudden the house is on fire. The parents like hit him, and yeah, did like, the parents stuffed know? him in the wall? Oh yeah, I think so. Okay. Right? Oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't exactly I think sure. I think it was weird that they I, had her come watch the doll, though. But I guess someone I think, in the house made him feel comfortable. I don't know. No, I think. I think the 100% knew he was in the walls, but I think... Yeah, they put him in there, I she, thought. Oh, they wrote the letter, right. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, she... His mom just needed a way to cope to deal with the fact that his her child is a monster. He killed yeah. somebody. So yeah, that's why they good created... Good son shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they created the ceramic doll, or had the dolls created, and then, you know, <sighs> the dad went with it, just kind of, you know, to deal yes, with it, yes, and then it just kind of got worse. And that's why he's like, all right, let's just commit suicide and be done with it. Be done. But also, the rocks, the the big stone that they picked to, to weigh them down, I don't think that was doing anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> just, you know, I don't know. Well, maybe there's like, I mean, maybe there's like a bunch of metal inside of it or something. I mean, if uh, they were... Yeah, maybe they had pockets they, full They of, knew. Yeah. To, be, to be fair, if they, were elegant, elegant, if they were weak enough, if they were weak enough at that point, it's like, eh. Yeah, maybe. You know, true. We don't know what they we don't know what they were doing in between. It's just got to keep them below the, the surface, right? There. Yeah, right, pretty much. Yeah. They, they just got to stay low enough where they don't need to breathe. Um, but that being said, overall, I for the most part enjoyed the movie. I didn't appreciate how the movie ended, but I understood why it kind of went the way it did. I kind of I'm gonna give it a three out of five. I. Or three out of five nuggets. I'm not really the biggest fan of giving it three out of Holy five nuggets. Shit. Okay. On honestly, I, you know what? I feel like I should go two and a half nuggets on that one. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Because because it felt like the payoff wasn't quite. It's a letdown. I wanted it to be. Yeah. What's your three like word? Me. My three word was uh boy, uh, doll ain't haunted. <laughs> Dog will hunt. Dolly Haunted. Dolly Haunted. Nice. Dolly Haunted. Uh, Dolly Haunted. Um, Matt, thoughts on the boy? <laughs> um, I don't know why that was funny. Just the way you said thoughts on the boy. Uh, Pat wants, I mean, Pat wants to move few. it along. Oh, okay. I, I was. Um, well, yeah. I, I mean, I just had a few questions, but you guys already answered that. Um, oh yeah, like his voice. How did he get his voice to sound like a like a little boy when he would call her on the phone? 
That I think it's creepy. because they were. Stunted. I think it's because they were old phones. I think it's because they were old phones. No, that's trauma, right? What's that? Oh, that's trauma. Be. Doesn't like trauma yeah. like freeze your voice in time? If right, like no, a, like a girl or a boy who was molested at like nine years old sometimes will kind of retain that. Not, not to that extent though. Your voice still changes as you go through puberty. Right. Yeah. I guess for a man. Yeah. Yeah. Even even for, I mean, you heard when he started when uh, he was yelling at her, she was running away. His voice kind of started to go to a more, more normal man voice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. And so he's, he's he's just maybe he's been doing it for so long. He he would like just for there. his parents. Yeah. Yeah, and he would just you know do it over the phone just to just be like be like Greta, I'll be a good boy. <laughs> okay, that's weird. This boy, tell me this fucking scared you. I know the ending is fucking oh, trash, but oh no, it did it. No, it, it definitely was terrifying When me. you picked this movie, I was like, holy effing shit. <clears throat> you know, yeah, it's I, more creepy I was definitely, than... I was definitely terrified. I was definitely terrified up until Brahms came out of the fucking wall. And I'm like, just stab the motherfucker. I know, I know. It's well, when you heard the walls enough. moving and stuff, like I thought, oh my God, it's going to be like a possession thing. <laughs> and then he comes out of the wall and I'm like, damn. But I, oh, yeah. I, I appreciated that twist. Because I like how they, they filmed it the whole time. You didn't even have an inkling that somebody was living in the walls. Right, right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. When you get... And it's so hard with horror movies, especially when you try to like be like elevated or like yeah. you do something mm-hmm. someone hasn't done before. Like, you know, you, yeah. you end up with an ending like this. But um, I think it would have been dope if like there was a... Their kid was actually that age living in the walls. Oh, yeah. Oh, So like God, he yeah, would have came out and like replaced the doll occasionally. Like it would have oh, been one of okay. those scenarios, you know, like uh, like Ricky Bobby came out like came. Uh, I'm gonna attack you like a spider monkey. <laughs> His <laughs> kids, get, like, how would I'll, they explain? I'll, well, I guess you wouldn't have to explain it, right? Because yeah, a movie. No, the kid, like, like the kid would come out and like if she would like leave food for the doll, he'd come out like move the doll, sit there, eat the food, but like maybe she'd and walk in and he'd be like sitting there, and then come back later and be like, so it was like oh, the kid was the same age as the doll. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's an incredible premise with a terrible payoff. Um, it had, Matt, did you do stars and words? Um, nuggets, you mean? Yep. Yeah. I did. Um, <laughs> I did three out of That's five exactly nuggets because I, I, mean. I, I I did enjoy it. I thought the the acting was 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 solid. Yeah. Um, and I did like I said, I liked kind of how it how they filmed. Yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I personally had no complaints about the acting. It was just the payoff just wasn't one. Yeah, wanted. I get that. Um. And my three word was wall of secrets. <laughs> and also, this is like the second. Oh, does it count as? Is he a frogger? You know, the people that live in attics and stuff. Oh, I don't if know. it's his house, like, oh, good, does that count? I don't know. No. Good question. Also, go see. Uh, oh no, I, I'm not gonna put the name the movie because that that would mess with the plot. <laughs> 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 There's a movie on Netflix that I liked that deals with that. It's called Frogger. Okay. It's it yeah. (laughs) Go ahead, Brian. Um, yeah, I mean you guys hit it. Um yeah, I mean so Nuggets for me was two, unfortunately, because my three word review was uh deserved better ending. Deserved a better ending. It just Mm -hmm. the payoff was just like, oh man. And you're right, acting was good, tension was good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't I don't have like a fear of dolls, so for me, like, you know, I kind of watch this. Honestly, I kind of watch this thinking about people like Pat. I'm like, man, this would freak him the fuck out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. But um, 
yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's good. It's no Annabelle. Um, you know, Annabelle has a much better payoff. But uh, no, yeah, or Chucky. But um, mm-hmm. you know, that's why there's only two boys, and there's like fourteen Chucky's and Annabelle's. Or, or Silence. <clears throat> oh yeah, no Dead Dead Silence. Dead Silence. Yes, dead Silence. Silence. Yeah, Silence is the Martin Scorsese movie about Christianity. Um, that's <laughs> oh, <De> <laughs> shocking. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. De Niro. I think it's De Niro, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson? Yeah. Yes. And uh, Andrew Garfield. Okay. Yeah. It's like three hours of nothing. Um, it's good, though. Because it's crazy. Yeah. No, that's all I got for the boy. Um, it's on Netflix. Oh, uh, Rotten Tomato score, 30%. Wow. Yeah. Low, 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 low. Regarding to the <clears throat> ending? Uh, probably, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Pretty low. Yeah. Pretty low on was... that one. It was yeah. It was I don't know. Yeah, you guys gave it three stars. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Nuggets. Actually, I dropped it down to two nuggets. and a half. Goddamn. I yeah. dropped down to two and a half Nuggets. <laughs> oh yeah, fair. I was, I did three. <laughs> I'll stick with it. Um, All right. Again, pediophobia, the irrational fear of dolls. Irrational. So I I did I was reading Shot. a little bit about this actually, and I guess this fear stems from the fact that like our our. Our vision, our eyes, or whatever, are so programmed to <clears throat> seeing a face and trying to read it that this is where this fear kind of stems from. Is you see a face that looks like it should be a person, but there is no emotion, and that's what really kind of fries your fucking brain. <laughs> um, and it's getting much worse. Pat, just wait until there's fucking robots walking around that look like us, buddy. You're gonna fucking, oh, you're gonna, you, you gotta I'm- get over this. I'm looking, well, and I'm looking I have, for, I have, a, I have a theory for the end of how to get over our fears. I'm looking forward to those sex dolls walking down the Las Vegas Strip going like, hey, hey, baby, you want to you wanna suck and fuck for five bucks? Just doing um, that and just having why, no emotion on their face? Why? I mean, that's that's already someone, a thing. Also, watching 90s thrillers. <laughs> it's going to put so many prostitutes out of a job. Yeah. <laughs> I guess... Because they can make themselves look like who, you can make them look like whoever you can make them look like Scarlett Johansson, you make them look like uh, Audrey Hepburn. Somebody's I mean, been you, thinking about this for quite some time. No, I, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, look at please, look at AI te- please no one let Pat near Boston Robotics. No, but look at no, but look at the fucking uh, chat <laughs> AIs. Uh, or the AI did you guys see this? Do you see this fully functional dog we built? Can I fuck it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure someone said that. I'm sure someone fucking said that. But that being said, um, no, like on YouTube, there's all those fucking uh, yeah, YouTube videos of uh, the president sitting there playing video games or playing Uno, uh, just off voice recordings off the different presidents. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, oh yeah, I'm excited. Honestly, <laughs> it's gonna uh-huh. get really fucked up. Oh, yeah, and then we have to round up the the bad androids, <clears throat> and then we find out that we actually are. No, oh, I'm just gonna use it. I'm just gonna use it for like when like Robert Redford comes to me and he's like, "I'll give you a million dollars to fuck your wife," and I'm like, "Cool." And then I send the AI robot over. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Little does he know. It's like Robert Redford. Would you like Jokes a on you. hand <laughs> yes. hand e Robert? Hi, I am Brian's wife. <laughs> <laughs> I am the breeze's wife. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay. Next movie. Let's go to Matt's movie. Matt's movie is 2017's A Ghost Story, starring Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara. Um, 
This is an A24 movie. I just want to make sure I say that every time. It's also on Showtime. Wait, wait I um, need to comment on I need to comment on this because I forgot Casey Affleck was in this movie. Why did you pick a movie with an... I thought you hated the Affleck. Yeah. How did you forget yeah. he was yeah. in the movie when he was like the starring... I don't know why. I kind of blanked on it. He's but... wearing a fucking sheet the whole movie. That's why. <laughs> not the whole... No, the beginning he's not. Okay. <laughs> and technically the but, end. Answer Pat's question. Don't you hate um, the Affleck's as much you hate the Wahlbergs? I, yeah, this, I, is, this is legit. Well, yeah. I mean, they're they're problematic. <laughs> just like a lot of Boston families, actors. Matt Damon's okay, though. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> hey, just remember he supports uh, Roman Polanski, too. Right. Well, well I mean, everyone in Hollywood's kind of... Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so my fear was not... Although Ghost is a... Yeah, that is a good fear. I did, you know... Um, oh, phas- phasmophobia. What did you say? Phas- phasmophobia. That's it. The irrational fear, fear of ghosts. See, my, it is listed fear. as an irrational fear. Okay, go ahead. Was more time passing by. Oh. Like, yeah, not getting things done or whatever. Oh, that's right. You know, which I don't know if that's... That's right. What it, what I don't know. Call that? I'll look it up. Phantasmophobia. But, um, yeah, I guess I'll just go with it then. Yeah, a go. ghost story, <laughs> which is a, it's on <laughs> Paramount Plus or Showtime, as Brian mentioned, um, starring Casey Affleck, yes, and Rooney Mara. The only reason I picked it is this is the only movie that kind of followed my fear um, that was streaming. So, yeah, so they, they move into a new home, and then they're woken up in the middle of the night by a piano, like, key being tapped or, or played or whatever. Um, I only mention that because it comes back around in the end. And then a couple days later, Casey Affleck's character dies in a car accident. And while he's in the hospital, he wakes up on his bed, or, or not bed, but um, and he is in his, in like a sheet. So like the classic kind of ghosts or the Halloween costume that, you know, kids would always do with just the sheet over the head. And he walks through and ends up back at the house and kind of just follows his wife around, watches her grieve, and watches her move in with a a new guy and then finally move away. And he's kind of stuck in the house. And he's just, you know, the years pass by, different people inhabit the house, um, a family moves in, some hipsters move in, and it goes through more changes, then turns into an office building, and then it goes back in time, and he's like in pioneer times, and then it just comes back around, and he gets so pissed, because he's seen all these things, that he like sits down on the piano, and hits the key, and then he sees himself and his wife come back, come out, Um yeah, so he's he's kind of dealing with all the stages of grief, anger, sadness. Um, finally moves on. Um, watches the world pass by. Can't do anything except occasionally scare people by, like, I think with the family, he starts throwing plates and stuff because he was angry. Um, and the hipsters, I don't know if he... Although, I just found this out because I didn't notice it, but there's a special cameo when um, they're doing, like, the magic tricks. And I don't know if Pat caught it, but it Kesha's in it. Fuck, I missed. Uh, it. Damn it! <laughs> Kesha makes a like a really 
really quick uh, cameo um, at that like little hipster party where the guy fucking love Kesha talks about like how you should not create anything because everybody's gonna die or something like uh, super depressing. Um, love you, Kesha. Yeah, so Kesha was there, so that's good. So the guy that uh, wrote this, David Lowry, he wrote it after an argument with his wife um, about he wanted to move back to Texas, I think, and she wasn't going for it, which, I mean, who would want to move back to Texas <laughs> the way things have been going? But he wrote it, um, he kind of had the idea of being connected to a house and being kind of stuck in one spot and how important like the house is. And then he had some existential crisis around 2016. And he kind of felt like with all these hurricanes, natural disasters, that the world was kind of ending. So he wrote this thing down. And uh, and he also wanted to create it with the classic ghost look. You know, like the, the like I said, the old Halloween costume one. Um, but apparently, a king-size sheet, which they originally used, doesn't cover an adult person all the way. So they had to give him like a, a special, he had to wear some special garments, Casey Affleck. Um, and another little tidbit, it was filmed in a specific ratio. I don't, I don't know. I forget the, what the ratio is. The golden ratio. But, um, he filmed it that way because he wanted the audience to realize that he, the guy was kind of basically trapped in a box. So I gave it a, um, I gave it a three out of five and I put for my three word review, time passes slowly. Mm-hmm. But I think I just because I was thinking of a, that song, without time goes by. <laughs> uh, um, endless love. No, what is that? No, why can't I think of it now? Right? Isn't it the one the from Righteous like, Brothers? Yes, yes, from Top Gun. Right? No, no, oh, it's not. Top no, that was Gun. a different uh, one. Oh God. Well, we'll figure it out later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But um, oh, so. I'm sorry. I've redetermined what your fear is now. Um, oh, okay. And it's actually called chronophobia. Oh. Coincidentally. And it's it is is—it's the fear of lost time or the fear of losing time. Like there's not enough time left. You know what I mean? Okay. Chronophobia. Yeah. That's it. Is that rational? Um, I think so, right? It's more yeah. common in the elderly, um, obviously. Makes sense. But um, yeah, it's rational because you are you are losing time. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's rational. I'd, yeah, I'd just yeah, I'd definitely go follow rational. <laughs> yeah, but ghosts don't exist. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> That's what you said, motherfucker. <laughs> I've you seen some stuff. We've talked about three this. stars. Yeah. yeah, I gave yeah. it three out of five. Time passes slowly. Uh, it was good, but it, I Nuggets. think the movie did it did kind of move a little slow at the beginning. And then, of course, I mean they do the time lapse and everything. And but yep. yeah, I thought it was it was sad. <laughs> just like it was just mm-hmm. yeah it was depressing all throughout but so you know, yeah real quick i want to uh, the only comment i want to make before we uh, get into it is uh we should do a haunted house uh, we're going streaming haunted house episode where we based on films record. we reviewed yes oh. and we sit we sit in a haunted house oh i thought you meant make a haunted house <laughs> no we no we oh, go to cool. a haunted house and record in a haunted house Ooh, should I we mean, go to the haunted house in house in the movie house that we? Were... I mean, those B and Bs exist one hundred percent. Oh, one hundred percent. We could find a B and B that they're like, oh yeah, there's ghost sightings, which is hilarious because there's no such thing as ghosts. Um, Except there is. Just, there just, is. just wait. Just wait until you get your experience, motherfucker. There isn't. There I isn't. stayed at the. You keep saying you keep saying that. 
Look, I've seen a ghost. The Congress Hotel. Then they don't. Haunted, but they don't there. exist. So how no, have you seen a ghost? They don't because exist. it was my because it was my fucking brain <laughs> playing fucking tricks on me. Don't they say? What do they say? What do they say? Human humans only use what ten percent of their brain or something. That's a myth. <laughs> yeah, what, but what it's the not fucking myth. Yeah, but uh, also think about something like um, like sleep paralysis, like stuff like that. Like that's. <clears throat> No, oh no, the mind, walking, the mind is bound to play uh, tricks. Comas, like all this stuff. No, the I mean, here's here's my follow up response though. What about when you're walking through a fucking abandoned place? Cause what do you mean? You went, so you're walking through an abandoned building and you come across and ghost does ghost things. You're not waking up from anything. That's your brain. That's your brain playing tricks on you. That's like increased, like you know. Endorphins or, or anxiety, like you know, triggers in your brain releasing chemicals that fucking. So I also read. Okay, so actually, what I was li- reading a little bit with uh, more of Pat's like fear, pediophobia, um, you know, the fear of like dolls and stuff like that, is because your tr- your your brain is so accustomed to, you know, over evolution. We've you, you learn to read people's faces essentially, right? right. That's evolution, um, which is why we see faces in everything. You see a face on the window when it's a fucking foggy day in a streak. You see a face in a piece of fucking mm-hmm. toast that you think is Jesus Christ. Your brain is tr- is constantly on alert for faces, for reading faces. So okay. basically, what I'm suggesting is that this God is part of that. God forbid like, your face blind. <laughs> God forbid your face blind. Those people never see ghosts. <laughs> You know what? I kind of want to find that out now. We should find a face blind person and ask them. <laughs> but yeah, basically, my theory is it's your brain, right? Which is why more people are susceptible to like, um, what's what's the what's the you know, oh god? Why am I losing track of my words right now? But like when like people put you under a spell to make you cluck like a chicken, what is that? Hypnosis. Hypno. Yeah. Yeah. It's all it's all brain activity. Like all of this stuff is brain activity, and our, our brains just haven't evolved, you know, to that point yet. But having said that, you know, this is a fun movie. Um, I like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I en- I enjoyed yeah I enjoyed the that it was more about the idea of a ghost being stuck in one spot, mm-hmm. which also holds no. There's, there's no scientific scientific evidence of any of that, but um, well. I, I like the way they did it. I guess I should say the time jumps weren't obvious. It was almost like, which with most A24 films are, you kind of have to be intelligent, you know, in a yeah. weird way. Like you have to right. kind of understand what's going on. They're not going to fucking hit you in the face with it. Um, however, I only gave it. I gave it two and a half nuggets. Wow. Um, okay. And my in my three word review is ghosts don't exist. You're really dead set on wow. that. Wow, it's so, not like I said. So hard. Okay, so I, I'm telling you, I have a I have a ghost experience. I have a ghost experience story. And maybe I'll tell it at some point. But I've now, over time, through reading and you know watching stuff and blah blah, blah I've come to realize that that ghost experience was literally me, just like because I used to sleepwalk as a lot when I was a kid. So I feel like that whole ghost experience was me waking up in a dream, like my my body started to move before my brain was awake which is a that's a real thing that's a yeah. real thing oh yeah that's, that's a real thing that's slender man that's you know that's why slender man is such a common theme it's just it's just elongated shadows essentially that you know people are afraid of but it's it's your your, your fucking eyes open but your brain's still fucking dreaming like that's mm-hmm. you know i mean that's mushrooms no i don't know but <laughs> 
It's me usually when I just you know, get into work. I'm that's my theory. Ghosts don't exist. And you now know, I'm probably going to be killed by a ghost now because I said this. But Yeah, what's you know that behind you? <laughs> you know what this sounds like? You know what You know what Brian's explanation sounds like? It sound, sounds like someone uh, trying to rationalize uh, being a little boy being touched by the priest at uh, the church. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, so Brian was touched as, by a ghost? I think so. Oh. Instead of being touched I, by I anything, was, touched I by a ghost. literally was. That is my point. I have a fucking genuine ghost story. But I, I don't believe it yeah, anymore. We should, but yet ghosts aren't real. I don't believe it. I, <laughs> I have a ghost real. story, but... I told, I told, and I told this story for fucking years. But at this point in my life, like I, I know what it was now. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 All right. Matt, did you you did nuggets? Did you three word? I did. I did three nugs. I'm the one who didn't. That didn't do his standing. I'm left standing. What do you got? Uh, Let's see. Three word review is what the sheets. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Okay, I like it. Thank you. And then, uh, you know, I gave it two and a half. It was. It wasn't. It was an interesting. Uh, it was an interesting movie. Interesting concept. I just. I don't know. I'm not sure where where the pad I wanted to go with the, with this one was. You know, I've noticed something as I've been reviewing more of these mo- movies and TV shows with you guys. Becoming more I've of a snob. Snobbier. I've Ooh. gotten snobbier. <laughs> nice. And I no, I think the same here. Yeah, I fully admit that. Unless something like really strike strikes the chord with me. I'm snobbier. I'm snobbier asshole because of it. I, yeah, I agree. I think in general, we've just been challenging people. We've been challenging each other more with good recommendations, even in mm-hmm. our group chat as a whole. But yeah, agreed. Yeah. Okay. But that you guys covered all the main points I would have covered, so I'm good. Especially on this. Um, 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> wow. We, we are in the minority. <laughs> I mean, Matt gave it a little bit more, but... I gave it a three. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, you know, it's whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're not always, we're not, always, you know. Yeah, some of us selected. Uh, I can't remember what's called. Okay, anyway, skins. Uh, hey, hey, let's. Uh, hey, skin, skins, 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 skins was recommended Bellas, by my ex. Bellas. but uh, yeah, skins was recommended by my ex because she saw it on TikTok. <laughs> Potters- hey, Potters- <laughs> Pottersville is a Michael Shannon classic. Oh boy, it's all about it's, it's all not, about it's Bigfoot, baby. It's all about Bigfoot, baby. <laughs> it's all about a Bigfoot, Bigfoot baby. Bigfoot's, Bigfoot saves a Bigfoot. small American town. Bigfoot, How more American? likely to exist than ghosts. <laughs> on the record. Hot take. Boom. That's, that is a hot take. Hit me up on Twitter if you disagree. <laughs> You're still on that shit? <laughs> nope. <coughs> Thank God. We still have a presence. Like the podcast, uh, It right? does. I, I, every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. I think when we launch episodes, I, it does. I mean, at, yeah. uh, at this point, at this point, might be, but it might sounds like we might be smart to drop it because a lot more people. I mean, was it the major, uh, a lot of major news companies are starting to leave? Oh yeah. Oh no. And 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 now, did you see that they were talking about like he was saying something that like only people with verified status can like submit or participate in polls. He was gonna. Oh, yeah. oh I did see thing. that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah, because you know, he just I'm just glad. I'm just glad all the podcast up. people I listen to are like they like we're giving each other shit. They're like, oh, are you gonna get verified? And they're like, fuck no. I'm like, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> if one of them was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna pay for it because it's important to me, I'm like unfollow. There yeah, was a like, uh, well, there's been a couple of celebrities that are like, hey, I'm leaving now. 
I'm not paying for a blue check mark or whatever. No, but just know that I am leaving, and, right. and people will probably impersonate me. Yes. But it's it's not me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. You know? well, we we did get the the blue check mark, right? Yeah, we're paying for that. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Okay. Um, it's uh, actually it's being sponsored by Bud Light. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. All sorts of confused. Uh, <laughs> Someone's getting aroused by their oh, outrage right, right now. <laughs> someone, someone just hit somebody with their full-on erection. <laughs> just, uh, they're making me so mad. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> okay. I just hope they didn't hit anyone with metatherphobia. Um, okay. So moving on to our third movie of the night. Is that a fear of cum? <laughs> That's a fear of erect penises. Um, oh, okay. Uh, two th- Pat so this was, was semen. So this was the semen <laughs> references. Like I was looking for. I was looking for semen to come. Three. That's what she said. Um. <laughs> so <laughs> I did look for a fear of semen. By the way, I couldn't find it. Oh, like the navy. I couldn't find it because it's not rational. <laughs> Unless you're scared of like you know, like people that work on the sea. Eventually, it's going to be a primal fear for women. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're going to know that our come is just disastrous um oh, wow <laughs> this is wow. all right we, we should have said gone let's put that let's put that on a shirt <laughs> our cum is disastrous but then no, really we're going said, streaming shirt i really should have said between, semen this isn't this is, in, that, this is <laughs> yeah, this 1984 is, this is bad between <laughs> between that and uh blowjobs from the back all right yeah. <laughs> all right let's transition um <laughs> Speaking of shitty transitions, <laughs> that one. Okay, yeah. so that almost ended us. So final pick, <laughs> final final pick for the the round table. Huh, huh. Yeah, I didn't do that earlier. Um, to the round table is uh, 2010's Buried. Um, starred Ryan Reynolds, directed by Rodrigo Cortez. Uh, this was my pick for the uh, the group chat discussion. Um, and this is, you know, just based on a fear I've had of being buried alive. <laughs> so technically, it's considered like a rational, abnormal fear, in the sense that it's happened. You know what I mean? Like, like thirteenth, right. twelfth century, like this should happen because, um, you know, like resuscitation wasn't really a thing until like the seventeenth century <laughs> or seventeen hundreds, anyway, eighteenth century, like. There was no CPR. There was no mouth to mouth. Like, right? You know, these things didn't exist. So, what? What? Uh, you know, what researchers did actually a long time ago was they basically did a um, uh, what is it called? Like a like a like a like a like a cognitive state, or basically like a you know they were like a coma. Like they didn't know what comas were, so people would go into a coma and they would get fucking buried and they would be buried alive. It's not as high as a number as you think it would be, especially for those times. Um. You know, there was like a researcher who did some research in like the early 1900s and he kind of only came up with like about 200 people over his time were kind of were, were buried, quote unquote, alive. Um, and that is, you know, ba- you know, uh, yeah, like a like a frozen state or there, there's a term for it. But anyway, um, but I've always kind of had this fear, weirdly enough. Uh, okay, real quick with the movie. So the movie stars Ryan Reynolds. He plays like a an engineer or a truck driver or something like that. And he in like uh, in Sudan or something. And he gets like essentially kidnapped and put and buried underground alive for ransom. Um, they leave him with a lighter and a phone. 
And the purposes of the uh, the phone is actually ironic, but the purposes of the phone is that you know they want him to call people and let them know that like this is really happening, which is really clever. Actually, adding a cell phone to this movie to modernize it is you know what would you do if you had a cell phone and you were buried alive? Great, but what if you don't have the corner coordinates of where you are? You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. almost fucking useless. Like you can call anybody you want. You can call your family. You can call the nine one one. You can call consulates and fucking the military and stuff but if they don't know where you are and you're buried underground if you're you're six feet under in the fucking desert you're shit out of luck um and that's you know that's really where this movie comes into play is you know the fear of um you know, y- there's nothing you can do and uh <laughs> so i chose this movie because of my very rational fear of being buried alive um you know like i said a long time ago this was the thing um even so much to the extent that coffin um, billers in like the, uh, uh, I don't know, like 18th century or something like that built safety coffins. And I remember reading about this in American history and these were coffins that basically had a bell attached mm-hmm. oh, to yeah. their gravestone <clears throat> that people mm-hmm. could pull. And all I remember <laughs> learning about this in American history was thinking to myself, oh, that's terrifying being buried alive. Was even more terrifying if I was walking through a fucking graveyard and one of those bells started ringing. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, right. I'd be, like, I'd be like, get the fucking shotgun because this guy's coming back to life and I'm gonna take his goddamn head off. <laughs> like, like, I remember reading that, just thinking. Obviously, I, clearly, I was aware of you know I'd seen Night of the Living Dead at that point. Right. But, um, I always thought that was amazing, but um, yeah, and I mean, uh, so so the fear is uh, called. Taf- taphophobia taphophobia mm-hmm. and that is you know the fear of being buried alive or essentially essentially being declared dead when you're not dead is kind of the just of it so i guess mm-hmm. this movie doesn't really work for that but i mean that's what it is like you're you're trapped in a fucking coffin you're put underground and there's nothing you can do remember i don't know if you guys remember but the last episode i said i was gonna i, I said my choice was gonna be megan is missing <laughs> <laughs> which is a much more fucking gorilla version of this fucking movie, which is it's incredibly haunting. Please, no one watch Megan is missing. Um, it's like one of those horror movies on the list of like people are like, you can't watch this because it will give you trauma. Um, mm. So with Buried, which coincidentally has a Rotten Tomato score of 87%. A lot of people like this movie. I saw a lot Which of celebrities was very too. Very surprising. Um, one notably is Mr. Roger Ebert. Three and a half stars. Mm-hmm. He was a big fan of this movie, and I read his fucking review, and it's awesome. <clears throat> um, and his, you know, his whole thing is that whole like. It's riveting. It's amazing what they could do on a two million dollar budget, which is, which is hilarious. Because Matt's movie, A Ghost Story, is like a hundred thousand dollar budget, and I'm like, well, what the fuck? Where did this money go? But um, you know, it, it's just incredible what they could do. Um, you know, camera angles, tension. Um, you know, Ebert noted that not showing the other people on the end of the phone kept mm-hmm. you there. It kept you enclosed in the box with Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's just thrilling. It's edge of your seat, thrill ride. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Like, what's going to happen? And of course, we see what happens, which is also one of my favorite parts of this movie is good guys don't win, man. Like, and that's, and I think that's so, um, 
you know that that, that kind of brings me to my three word review. My three word review is the movie is like I'd go insane, right? Like mm-hmm. he holds it together very well, and I think the phone is a huge factor being able to actually talk to someone because myself and my brain and my mind and the fact that you know sometimes I fall asleep and I see ghosts um, is I'd go insane. Like I just my my the the other percent of my brain. <laughs> that I don't use would activate and uh, that'd be it. So yeah, my three word review is I would, I'd go insane and I gave this three stars. Um, so this was my top of the three for this uh, round. And it's just one of those movies, you know, it just, it's, you know, I Nuggets. saw, I, I saw a knock at the cabin recently mm-hmm. and I actually kind of ref, I referenced indecent proposal earlier, but I love the movies that are just like, what would you do if this was you? What would you do? You know what I mean? And this is very, very much one of those movies. And I realized I would die. I would just Mm -hmm. fucking die. Honestly, if 10, maybe at most 10 hours passed and I was trapped alive in a coffin underground, I'd probably try to find a way to kill myself if I'm not, if I'm being honest. Fair enough. Like, because at that point, if I couldn't write, if, 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 if there was a way, yeah, anyway. Okay. Um, yeah. Pat. All right. Well, I'm gonna say, uh, let's see. I'm definitely gonna give this movie three and a half. Oh shit! Ooh. You and Raj, you and Big Raj. Yeah, I um, <laughs> I almost kind of want to go with a four because I liked how this played out, and I out- liked how the ending is so logical. Yeah, it is. It's one hundred percent logical, and the only part I didn't like is, uh, I mean, I know companies can get shady and stuff. I feel like. If one of your employees is kidnapped, I feel like a lot of companies wouldn't just be like, oh, I, we just fired you the same day you uh, were kidnapped. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure some would, but I just feel like if this guy's working for a conglomerate, conglomerate like he supposedly is, it's like, eh, seems a little too shady, but I don't know. That's the only part I didn't really like. Like, don't fuck this guy, but whatever. Uh, that being said... Let's see. Three-word review. I didn't come up with a three-word review with this one, so this one's going to be on the spot. I'm sorry. Do it. Uh, Four words. Here we go. Reynolds loves talking. Sure. Yeah. Wait, what did you say? I mean, he Reynolds does. loves talking. I mean... Loves talking? Yeah. I mean, he does. I'm not going to argue that. I thought he said Reynolds loves Takis, and I was like, I don't remember him <laughs> eating Takis. I thought he said like, I don't remember eating Takis in the... In this movie, no. I mean, you give me some Takis and lock like me in a coffin. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll be good. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna snack on some Takis, and, like, and they somehow the rig the Takis to break out of the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no. At the end of the day, it's like I really appreciate how how this ended, and I uh, you know, and the FBI guy that fucking lied. It's like, yeah, we saved Mark White a few weeks ago. It's like. All right, you're an asshole. Right. Yeah, is that what that was? Okay, like yeah. the Mark White name. Okay. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Yeah, I don't have so he, much. He died, right? Is that what we're talking yeah. about? Yeah. He died? Yeah. Okay, because mm-hmm. like I saw on the internet some people were trying to say, like, oh, Mark White, he said he saved Mark White. This is like a weird timeline thing, and he actually saved him. I'm like, no. No, no, no. He, he's, he lied. No. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he fucking died. Yeah. Okay, good. I mean, not good, but, you know. Yep. <laughs> And now he's a ghost, but, and he's yeah. probably haunting yeah. the desert. No, but overall, um, I enjoyed I enjoyed the movie. Stuck there, and uh, and uh, I think it's honestly probably of the three, it's probably the one with the best payoff. 
it, it did. I did appreciate the ending. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. That's yeah, the only comment. The landing. <laughs> yeah, you guys uh, pretty much nailed the on the head there. Nailed it in the coffin. No, that's not saying that's stupid. Um. So all all I'm gonna add. My three word review was. Uh, oh, gave me claustrophobia. Or very yeah. 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 I was trying to make it a three word review. Yeah. Well, and that's. I was gonna do Sands of Time, but. That wouldn't make sense. Sahara starting to Or something down. something with the uh, sand. Enter exit Sandman. Oh, that's good. Welcome Sandman. Yeah. But the I mean Ryan uh Ryan Reynolds was really he was he was great in this and uh yeah, the, the director has he done anything the, of note like since then? I I, I didn't see what's his no. Rodrigo Cortez. Cortez, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. I don't. I don't. Well, what's weird was this movie was like a yeah, it was like a like a Spanish like half produced Spanish kind of thing. Right. It was yeah. Did you guys see Matt or was it was it Ghost Story or was it The Boy? One of your guys' movies was also co produced by China. <laughs> for the record, oh, it was The Boy. Yeah, The Boy. Yeah, yeah we, I remember the yeah. really cool like. Mm-hmm. Animation that they're stop drinking your Bud Light and stop listening to us because China and <laughs> fucking transvestites is what we're all about. <laughs> <laughs> fucking China, baby, and semen and semen. Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah. I'm trying to look up uh, this Rodrigo Cortez. Rodrigo Cortez. Hey, what do you guys think is the number one most common fear across the world? Ooh, no. It's yeah. top ten. It's top Ooh. ten, but no. Fear of clowns? Mm, nope, I don't I that might be That's top really ten, but no. There. I didn't I didn't see it. I'm gonna go fear of being scared. Spiders. Ooh, arachnophobia, arachnophobia. is definitely top ten. It is not I've seen it I've seen people listed as one, but I've seen the one I'm the one I have in mind listed more than that. So arachnophobia is definitely a top ten. Spiders. That's primal. Primal, right? We've evolved sure, to learn yeah. that. Be afraid of spiders, bro. <laughs> give up. Snakes. Yep, I give up. It is called acrophobia. The fear of heights. Oh. Yep. Yeah. That was right there. You'd too. mentioned it earlier. I didn't want to. I did. Boom, boom, boom. Audience, but <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. Just so like that circle jerk. Circle. Oh my god! We just what said is with the, the same time? circle jerk and the? We just said that at the same time. Semen and <laughs> people being aroused. This is a. I know. All right, are we getting up from the round table? Right, yep. Right, out. Let's move on from the round table. Let's pan the streams, baby. Y'all ready to pan the streams? Y'all, Y'all ready, ready for this? Pan, pan the streams. Pan the streams. So. For our episode coming in May, most likely being recorded on Cinco de Mayo. Um, Sorry for this one being late, by the way. We're gonna we're gonna celebrate the living legend, the ninety six year old comedic genius, the man, the myth, the Mel Kaczynski or Kaminsky, Mel Kaminsky. Kaminsky. You know him yeah. as Mel Brooks. Um, <laughs> 
It's the Mel Brooks episode, baby. Um, you know, Mel Brooks. Let's start with Pat. Mel Pat, what Brooks, yeah. Mel Brooks movie would you like to recommend for the well, next episode? Let's talk about probably, I arguably one of his greatest films. The, the Young Frankenstein. I've never seen it. So I wanted to watch it, and, you know. That's crazy, but that's I know. Awesome. I, I, and that's the other thing. I've seen all his other movies dozens of times. I've just never seen Young Frankenstein. I don't know why. I don't know why I never did. Dude, I can't answer that for you. All I know is oh. that I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna have a great. I know I'm gonna have a great time. It's probably gonna be a good rating just because. So fuck it. Watch the bloopers too. They're, they're yeah. So, I, yeah. Are the bloopers oh, on yeah. HBO yes. Max? Yes. What's his name? Zero. Yes. No, I think you could just YouTube it. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I'll look it up. Isn't because is Madeline is Madeline Kahn in that? Madeline Kahn, she sure yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, she was in a lot of his his movies, mm-hmm. which is yeah. good. So yeah, that's all. That's what all I got. You know, oh, yeah, what's, what's what's Marty Feldman, Marty Feldman on HBO Max. Hmm. HBO Max is Igor. Igor, Pat. Yes. Or soon. Mean, this is gonna, soon. I'm, I'm, I'm just Max. telling you guys right now. This is going to be five nuggets. Like 100. percent This is five nuggets for me. Oh, this yeah. is as I said to Pat when he picked this, and you know, basically ripped my heart out of my beating chest. <laughs> um, you mean you're beating heart out of your chest? It's both. Not your beating chest. Beating heart and well, it was beating. Too. Maybe he took my fucking heart out of it. Um, <laughs> but uh, this is this is easily top four film all time for me. It's definitely my favorite comedy. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Do you consider almost famous well, that's, comedy? That's hard to say. Uh, I'd call it more of a dramedy than a straight comedy. Okay, good. So then this is my favorite comedy because there's only about two, maybe three films tops that uh, place before this movie. And uh, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited because I don't have to watch it because it's on a fucking loop constantly up here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, play- it's playing so much up here that when I go to sleep, I see ghosts from Young Frankenstein. But but he's gonna watch it anyway because it's goddamn right. I got this shit on like DVD. Oh yeah, right? like oh yeah, oh yeah. This is I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is up there, up there. I've seen. I think. You need do you think that's a Mel Brooks service. movie you've seen the most? Oh, hands down, Young Frankenstein. Because mine Blazing Saddles. Yeah, mine yeah. Blazing Saddles too. Men in Tights is 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 like probably that a one second only because my roommate, people. you know, for for most of my life, uh, Jonathan P. Benoit. Um, stands for Patrick, but uh, we he Poor loves guy. Men in Tights, so we used to watch that a ton. Um, but no, Young Frankenstein. Oh, I watched that shit once or twice mm-hmm. a year. Yeah, f- since I've been alive, like no question. Blazing Saddles right. is up there. Spaceballs. I had a big run on Spaceballs when I was younger. Watched yeah. a lot of Spaceballs. I mean, just yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, you know what? For me, Spaceballs. It's like, uh, to an extent. I feel like he could have. There's some parts he could have pushed a little bit further than he did, in in my mind, at least with with the story. I don't know. But he tells that line. I mean, that's the thing. Like, no, and I mean, he, he's always that told that line. Let Lucas go. Yeah, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. gotta tell that line, and he's he's a goddamn genius. Mm-hmm. All right. So, 1974 right. John Frankenstein. I love it, Matt. Yes, I'm going with the uh, a movie that I have not seen. And that's also on HBO Max, just like Pat's choice. And I'm going to go uh, To Be or Not To Be. It's a 1983 film, American War comedy, um, stars Mel Brooks and his wife, right? And Bancroft. Oh, yeah. For a long time. And Christopher Lloyd's in this also. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. It's a, actually a remake of a 1940 film, 42 film. And... Um, 
yeah. So it, yeah, I'm excited about it. Um, I think he he produced it. He did not write this one or directed. This was directed by Alan Johnson. But this one, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about. I don't know. We'll see. It's not not one of the Sweet. classics, but but I yeah, I wanted to try yeah, something that's. I don't, honestly don't. I don't. I, I'm aware of it, but I don't think I've mm-hmm. seen it. It's like one of those. Yeah. Well. Hope everybody's ready for a bunch of Mel they haven't seen. Because right. <laughs> I'm also going to recommend a Mel Brooks movie that is not one of his uh, spoof parody satire uh, style films, and that is a film from 1991 called Life Stinks. Um, I was talking to Matt about this recently, uh, based on a script idea he came up with for something that is slightly oh, yeah. similar. And now I'm going to force everyone to watch it, which is fun. Um, but this is basically a movie starring Mel Brooks, written, directed, produced, starring, maybe edited. He basically went full Scorsese on this movie. Um, <laughs> and it is about it's about a bet, a wager, uh, about two upper class millionaires and whether or not one, Mel Brooks's character can go live on the streets for 30 days. Um, and I just remember from my childhood just being like a constant cable replay. And, you know, I knew who Mel Brooks was. Obviously, I loved... You know, all the stuff that came before this, which in mm-hmm. 91, I don't even know what that was, maybe a couple films, but, um, you know, and I just, there was something about it, and there's the lead female character, I can't remember her name, but she's also, she plays like Mrs., uh, she plays like Mrs. Scarlet in Clue, I think, like that chick, and, okay. but, um, not no, not, it's not Madeline Kahn, it's not Madeline, um, but, um, Basically, yeah, so Mel Brooks Coast tries to live on the street for 30 days, and uh, I just I just remember being, like, very funny, very poignant, um, and just a great fucking look at homelessness and poverty, <laughs> you know, in L.A. Mm-hmm. I think it takes place in L.A., but obviously across the fucking world. Um, and, yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. A lot of people know Mel Brooks for the movies he's made, but a lot of people don't know about Mel Brooks for the movies he's, he's starred in. You know what I mean? Right, So. Yeah. I think it'll be a fun, uh, you know, and that's what we're doing here, right? Showing people movies they haven't seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's pat. my recommendations. Life no, stinks. It's on a, t- it's on, pl- it's, <laughs> well, but he hasn't seen John Frankenstein in his I know, yeah, I know. So, it's an exception. But, um, it's an exception. Yeah. It's not, it's not <laughs> right. like a couple of, not, not like a couple of them where we've seen them, but it's like, this one's like, you I win this round. round. I, mean, I, I mean, I mean, you making me watch John Frankenstein is my favorite part of this entire podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, hey, com- Compared to the, some of the other fucking duds I've dropped in you guys, this is like the yeah, best thing I can do. Definitely going to be right. better than Pottersville. Yeah, remember when? Remember when you <sighs> picked Drinking Buddies, even though we both told you it was fucking trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I did it because I wanted you. He did it on purpose. I wanted. Yeah, he did. I wanted Brian. Brian this is you making you up for it. This is you met. making up for it. <laughs> Brian's favorite director. You forced me to watch Drinking Buddies, which I didn't do. To later make me watch Young Frankenstein, which I can't fucking wait to do. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, yeah, Mel Brooks movies um, for the next round. Uh, um, what do we say? Young Frankenstein from Pat. Mm-hmm. Um, Life Stinks from myself. Oh, and sorry. To Be or Not to Be from Matt. Um, check them out before we get to our next episode. Um, any parting words before I have the song that I'm going to play us or, out? Yeah. This, all three of these are on HBO Max, right? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Mine is Tubi and Pluto. So okay. these are, these are free apps. Like most smart TVs have them, but if they don't, you can actually you can actually download uh, Pluto or Tubi. They're free. They're one hundred percent free. 
to be, I think they both have commercials, which is why they work, which is what the future should be. But anyway, we'll yeah. get into that later. Didn't but, um, somebody else pick a, a Tubi uh, recently? Buried, buried was Tubi. <laughs> I'm like full Tubi right now, bro. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but I, yeah. You're on the Tubi wagon. You're on the Tubi tube. They're paying me. Yep. Yep. They bought me a sweatshirt, and now I'm just recommending them. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. They didn't give us a sweatshirt, motherfuckers. Yeah. They're so sweet. Paramount Plus should throw me something. So playing us out tonight is a song by the band called Bad Religion. Maybe you've heard of them. And this is the acoustic version. Of a song called Chronophobia, which is the fear of time or losing time oh. or the fear of time lost. Okay. These rational delusions have got to cease. The second hand has finally got the best of me. I'm too aware about the singularity that brought me to the edge of How do you face a ghost, though? Maybe there's a science or technology To help me come to terms with my maker Since natural selection never banked on me I must be an exception to the plan Someone help me understand Cryogenic methods are injectable And collagen polymers aren't so terrible But they still can't prevent the inevitable Good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Good night. We'll be back soon. Good night. Let's talk. Nelson. See you today.